With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome. And this is Cindy Meyer, the uh, host of the weekly Spirit Seeker um, Hour brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. So um, we have been with Blog Talk Radio since 2008. And prior to that, I had a radio show in a traditional studio. And um, <clears throat> we switched to Blog Talk Radio for a number of reasons. We are able to uh, reach many more people, and we do get our stats, and we know that people listen uh, after the show. So it is a virtual blog. The minute the radio show is over tonight, um, it will be archived in, in case you are like, what did they say about the astrology or what did they say about that feng shui tip? Um, all kinds of different things like that. You can um, definitely, definitely uh, go back and replay. Or if there's someone that you're like, oh, I know my mom or my sister would love hearing this, then once again, um, you can just send them to the uh, it's blogtalkradio.com and then forward slash Cindy Meyer, which is spelled C-Y-N-D-E-M-E-Y-E-R. There are over 400 shows archived there, and um, you can listen to them at any time. You download them as a podcast. Um, so we know you do it. We know you do because we get the stats, and we're like, oh, my. Um, all right, so let me give you just a little bit more information before I bring my guest on. Spirit Seeker Magazine is a 23-year-old uh, young magazine. It's for the mind, body, and spirit. And um, anything to do with health and wellness and having a happier uh, life and lifestyle. And I um, started the magazine as a uh, quarterly newsletter. Then it became a bi-monthly magazine. And then in 2002, we became a monthly magazine. We started in St. Louis, migrated to Kansas, then went to Chicago, and we added Florida about uh, four years ago, the East Coast, and then we added Tampa, St. Pete, Sarasota, Clearwater in uh, June of this year. So we, um, th- this is where some of the places you'll find Spirit Seeker in the next month. We will be in Springfield, Missouri at the 6th um, uh, Metaphysical Fair in, uh, as I said, Springfield. That'll be coming up the first weekend in November. It's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then um, you, I will be teaching feng shui in Belleville uh, and a feng shui class in Alton, Illinois, uh, on August, or, uh, November 9th and 10th. And then the 13th of November through the 20th of November, I will be in Florida. If um, if you know of anyone who uh, is interested in feng shui, I'll be teaching that at the Unity St. Pete church and then i will be at the bounty mind spirit expo uh november 17th and 18th 16th and 17th i'm so sorry on that saturday and sunday and then i'll be at unity st pete on the 18th and then i come back to st louis on the 20th and i leave for kansas city for the casey metaphysical fair and that will be um that that next weekend i think it's the 23rd and 24th so spirit seeker goes to all of these events and cindy meyer goes to all of these events and it's just the busiest November I probably have ever had. Um, okay, so that's that. And you can read Spirit Seeker at www.spiritseeker.com. We also have a weekly email 
newsletter. This is my last announcement, by the way. Um, and the weekly email newsletter lets you know who the radio show guests are going to be, where you will find um, different events with the magazine. Um, also, we do allow other people to advertise on our list. We don't sell your name, um, but you will see other events happening uh, throughout the United States and into Canada. So that is kind of cool to be on that. We also do periodic drawings for books, for your DVDs, for CDs, um, and tickets to events. So by you being part of our email list, you um, are get the first shot at the at the different benefits of um, Spirit Seeker every day. It's like you know Christmas when you go to the mailbox. There's either books or um, CDs or movies. There's just all kinds of stuff that you know because they want us to review it. And the way to be on our email list, there's two ways. You can either go to thespiritseeker.com, and there's a big thing on the front page that says sign up for our email newsletter. You can just go right there, and you can you know, send a contact form to us. Or you can send us an email um, to info at spiritseeker.com asking to be added to our email list. Um, and I will get that, and I will make sure that you get added. Okay, so that's it for announcements. And now um, I want to uh, tell you just a little bit about my guest. She is going to be with, with me on the first Thursday of uh, every single month. This month we had a, um, there was not us, but Blog Talk had a technical problem with all of their um, shows that night. And so Christine was kind enough to um, jump in tonight, and then she'll be back again the first um Thursday in November. So Christine Compass is an astrologer. She is a life success coach and a headhunter by day who uses astrology to help in everything that she does. She loves working um, and helping her clients have a deeper understanding of themselves, um, the energy around what is going on, you know, um, astrologically and how that may be affecting them and then helping them understand how they can work with the universe instead of feeling like the universe is working against them. Um, so it's all about empowerment. It's not saying, oh, my gosh, this is why this is happening, because, you know, astrology, da, da, da. No, it's not punitive. It's a matter of how can we use it, how can I look at what's in my chart, and, um, and learn from it rather than resisting it. So, um, so Christine will be sharing the astrology tonight, and then the two of us um, both work with new moon, full moon, so we'll talk just a little bit about that. I'll give you a few feng shui tips to um, help you with this change of seasons that's happening. And then um, and then Christine may or may not stay on, I'm not sure. Um, but then I will be doing readings um, the second part of the show, and we'll, I'll read it for as many people as I can. Okay, so I am now at this point going to bring uh, Christine on. Let's see. Hi, Hi Christine. Are you? you? Hi, there you are. Okay. Did yes, I miss anything you. in your intro? Anything you want to add? <laughs> um, no, that was a great summary. I really appreciate that. And you're right. I do really much, very much try to help people understand how they can, um, you know, work with the energy going on around us instead of just saying, here's what's happening, but how can you work with that to grow and really utilize the lessons going on in your life? <laughs> Yeah, so so what is going on astrologically right now? I mean, it. I know we, yeah. we've got these meteor showers and all this other stuff, but just, <laughs> just if you would, just kind of wherever you want to start, just so that we can have a better yeah. understanding. Well, so I was thinking since tonight is kind of like a, a little bonus night and we're going to be talking again soon, um, tonight I was going to focus on we just entered Scorpio season uh, yesterday. 
So I was kind of going to give a lot of info about Scorpio because I feel like that's one of the signs that um, kind of gets a bad rap, and it's mostly because people don't understand the Scorpio energy. So I wanted to kind of just get into that and explain, you know, what all this sign is about. Um, with any of the signs, what I find really helpful is being able to understand kind of the season that we're in. So, you know, we just entered Scorpio season. And when you can understand the energy that's going on in in the current month and time that we're in, you know, that's part of helping helping us understand those lessons and what we're meant to be focusing on. So, you know, entering this sign of Scorpio, we can utilize all of this Scorpio energy in our lives, and that's kind of if you are somebody who's pretty in tune with the universe and in flow, like you naturally kind of, we all feel this energy and we feel the pull. So it's helpful to kind of understand that and be able to pay attention to the things that maybe are coming up for us. And, and maybe this particularly with Scorpio, things that come up are things that we might tend to want to push down and not think about, but this is the month to really get into it and to, help learn these lessons so that we can move forward and grow and just be better people. So um, I wanted to just kind of jump into a little bit about Scorpio. So Scorpio is, um, you know, first of all, we're coming off of Libra season. So Scorpio relates to the eighth house. Libra was in the seventh house and the seventh house is all about partnership. Um, So last month we were learning about how to create deeper bonds um, you know, where where our self kind of dies and where we're reborn in unity is the Libra partnership energy. And so Scorpio is the eighth, represents the eighth house, um, which is commonly known as the house of rebirth. And coming into this, you know, after kind of solidifying all of our partnership relationship energy um, last month, this month, now we're really diving in and figuring out how do we take these unions to sort of a new a new depth? So now we have this relationship, and now it's almost like two souls coming together, and they, you know, let's say figuratively die off and are rebirthed into one unity of one, you know, sort of soul going forward. So, um, you know, what that means for us is this month we're going to be really pushed in all of our relationships to go deeper and to find that commonality, that unity um, between us and other people. You know, not just romantic relationships. This could be in friendships. This could be with family. This could be, you know, in any relationship that you have, we're, we're really digging in deeper to sort of get to the next level and really understand the depth. Um, Scorpio and, and the eighth house is all about sort of our, our secret world and, um, you know, our private selves, our underlying motives, our, our sort of power and our mystery. Um, so, so these are all the things that Scorpio controls, which is like why I think Scorpios sort of get this, you know, bad rap because they, they are very mysterious and, you know, cause they live in this deep personal power space of, of secret underlying motives. And, and that's just, that's where they live and they feel comfortable. And so to other people that can sometimes seem like, you know, they come off a little bit like malicious or like they're trying to be, you know, super secretive about something, but that's just, 
you know, Scorpios are a little bit more private like that. And, you know, even so much, they're, they're private with themselves, I think. You know, Scorpios tend to, um, you know, keep their their power so deep and so hidden that as, you know, before they really matured and, and figured out a lot of their life lessons early on in life, I think a lot of Scorpios, um, you know, tend to fall into a little bit more of this manipulative category because they don't, they haven't even reached their own depth because they are so deep and so powerful and so full of this, you know, able to reverse themselves energy. So, um, and Scorpio as a sign, all of the, all the zodiac signs are ruled by a planet and Scorpio is ruled by uh, Mars which controls our desire nature. And so, you know, we really have this strong, deep-seated desire in some area of our life. And um, that that part of us is our Scorpio center, kind of, if <laughs> that makes sense. Right. Um, so, and I, just to touch on a few other things, you know, some of the, skillful qualities of Scorpio and things that we see. So I kind of mentioned some of these, but they're, you know, it's very transformative, regenerative, regenerative, um, very intense, magnetic, very sensual and mysterious, sort of deep, hidden, powerful, um, psychological, very charismatic, erotic, um, you know, and then kind of on the flip side of that, some of the more, undesirable qualities of Scorpios. They can be when they get into this, you know, off track space, a little bit destructive or power hungry or obsessive and secretive and overwhelming and um, kind of a jealous, deceptive space. So that's kind of the the qualities, good and bad, that go with Scorpio. And, um, you know, this eighth house energy, like I said, is really, about these committed relationships that are a source of really strong emotional power and present us so much room for growth. Um, you know, anybody who's had a, kind of a, a deep romantic relationship, you've seen that that is honestly our, our biggest opportunity for where we can grow when we are in these relationships and we're able to look at ourselves and see how we respond Um you know, the eighth house is all about going deep, kind of that intimate sharing and investing ourselves emotionally, physically, and mentally fully into the relationships in our lives so that we create this this unity that happens. Um, so in addition, let's see, I have a lot of notes on Scorpio here. <laughs> Um, well, I'll just I'll interject while you're looking. I mean, I always think um, Scorpio, I, you know, that the things are this like they're very private, as you said. And you'll ask a Scorpio a question, and you can actually see them like, why are they asking me that question? And so their <laughs> eyes will almost like start to close just a little bit because they're thinking so hard. Like, and then and then a lot of times they won't answer. They'll ask another question back because they're like, I'm not going to talk about that. They're very private, like <laughs> you said. And then yes. there's always secrets secrets with taxes and sex. There's always a deal with sex, almost always. Am I right? Like kind of like there's this yes. hidden, very deep, sensual part that goes with the Scorpio. So a lot of times they're like, 
like, why are they asking that? That's none of their business. And it's not even yeah. that you're asking that. It's just they automatically have secrets. So it's, um, I don't know, I think it's kind of funny. But it is definitely the planet of transformation, as you said earlier. It's like, it just, it's change. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, um, you touched on it. Scorpio is, is so related to sex. That was part of um, the next thing I was going to get into. And so, okay, so sex, our sexuality, you know, the way that Scorpio relates to sex is not, um, you know, so like, like Taurus is, is related to sex in, in terms of Taurus is the bull of fertility and it's sort of creating this outer manifestation of, you know, procreation and um, building a, a solid foundation but Scorpio relates to sex more so in a mystical sense, which stems from sort of this merging of, of this, this reunion, really. So it's the union of two souls forming into this deep, you know, sort of like tantric power, connected consciousness type of sex. Um, and again, Scorpio is ruled by Mars. So Mars is our, our planet of desire um, and as we, you know, sort of open up to this cosmic consciousness that is that's capable through sex, we um, we get into our carnal mind at its, you know, deepest deepest phase in our, in our sexuality, and um, this is really where we're being pushed um, with Scorpio to transform form our consciousness through directing our sexual energy. So when we can really harness, um, you know, our sexual arousal. So arousal is like this state of chi and our internal energy that's begun, you know, our energy inside is like cooking. So we're sort of in this beginning stage of transforming our energy when we get aroused. And when we're able to refine that state, and, um, you know, either that energy gets released through, you know, sexual exploitations or, um, you know, then it's, or it can become further compounded inside of us. If we practice this deep self-control and conscious direction of this energy, um, and that's another thing that's very Scorpio is sort of this dominance factor. So when we're able to sort of dominate our sexual arousal and energy and really direct it, um, this, that's kind of what helps connect our, our energy to this higher power, this higher consciousness that's available through, um, through that sexual energy. Um, and I'm trying to think of like an even better way to explain it, but it's that it's that sexual union really, and it's more about bringing the, you know, kind of earthly consciousness to a spiritual consciousness plane. If that makes sense. <laughs> well, it's deep. I mean, Scorpios are passionate. They're very passionate, but as we both mentioned, um, very private. And so when you, but yet the energy of a Scorpio is, if you know, there's high vibration. And you touched on this a little bit, but there's with all of the zodiac signs, there's the high vibration and the low vibration. The high vibration of Scorpio is this passion and this ability to transform and shift things when they need to be shifted. You know, the lower part, like you said, is the jealousy, the stinging, the you know that 
so private to the point where you just don't, they don't express their feelings sometimes. Um, they're kind of in their own inside world, interior world. But, but you know, Scorpios, if they see a better way to do something, they will change it on a dime. They're not like some of the other signs that hold on to things forever. Um, but they can be bossy, <laughs> in my experience. <laughs> and I have a little bit of Scorpio. Yeah, so your moon oh, and your so chart. Oh, your emotional it, self, yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so you can touch on that so, if you want. But, well, yeah. that makes sense with, with you being, you know, like a, a psychic because so a lot of psychics have some sort of prominent Scorpio or Pisces placement because it does have so much of a connection to the spiritual world and kind of being so with your emotional self being so water and tuned and, and flowing, that makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> Well, and I'm a Cancer sun sign, so I've got the double whammy, oh, yeah. and then, but then my rising's Taurus. But thank, thank God, that brings me down to earth because, you know, I mean, really, can you imagine? And so, but then I have no yeah. fire in my chart. People look at my chart and they're like, "You have no fire." I'm like, "I think I've done that in other lifetimes." <laughs> but oh my gosh, but um, but yeah, so this. Scorpio, this is that you. Thank you for. I mean, do you have anything else you want to add to that? Because I mean, that's beautiful what you've shared. Um, you know, really, the only thing I, the only other thing I want to touch on is that the real lesson and um, sort of way to capitalize on all of this Scorpio energy is to really look at how 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 you're feeling your way through life, because you know, as a water sign, it's you know, air signs are very logic-oriented and, you know, very much in the mind. Well, Scorpio is a water sign, and it's very much not – the way of Scorpio is not by mentally thinking your way through things. It's by feeling what we want. Again, Scorpio is related to that desire. So feeling what we want. So I think it's going to be – you know, this month is going to be a key time for – really sort of sinking into those feelings of what what do I really want? What do I really desire um, within my relationships and within my, you know, connections with other people? What do I really desire and how do I, how can I make myself vulnerable enough to bring that to them and try to achieve that? Um, because, again, it's all about creating this sort of deeper union and deeper bond that brings all of us to a higher state of consciousness. Yeah. I mean, and we have interesting times right now. We have our government transforming. We have the world transforming. I mean, you know, I just had um, two of my children over for dinner and then um, a young lady that's staying with me for this month. And my kids checked with her first. They're like, look, um, we like to talk politics at the table, but if that would make you uncomfortable, we'll, we'll put that aside. Um, that's the Virgo, my daughter. And, and she goes, oh, no, I don't know much. The, the, the young lady says, I don't know much about politics, but it's okay. I, I, maybe I'll learn something here. And so the next thing you know, we talked about politics, you know, the whole Ukraine situation. We talked about the Brexit situation. We talked about um, what's happening in Lebanon. We talked about the revolt that's happening in Chile, that they're under, you know, martial law right now. And um, and it was because they they raised all the prices on all the public transportation so that people revolted because they gave the government raises and they raised the transportation when it's already problematic in that country with everything. And so they burned down the bus stations. Yep, they just burned oh them down. And so, well, and then in Lebanon, in Lebanon it's the same situation. They charged a 20 
cent per day uh, fee to use WhatsApp, which, you know, is voiceover uh, technology. And so they're just, they, they revolted so much in Lebanon that the, the government not only uh, canceled all the austerity measures, they canceled the 20 cents per day, like, fee, and they cut the salaries of the top government people because the people were like, they're like, we're not going to take it. So there's just all this stuff. And I'm not even going to talk about America because everyone, you know, <laughs> we all know. It's like, but yeah. that's, that's like. definitely but, in this transformation year and we're, right. we're going through big shifts. Uh, right. Which I'll actually and, touch on when I am back in November, uh, going to get into some of the bigger transits that are happening. Okay. Yeah, but it's global. Like, we think it's just our country, you know, and so the people who are more insular and just are not keeping up with what's happening globally, oh, no, but this is all, like, we are all being affected by this astrology and the the shifting, you know, of of, um, energies that are just really powerful. But um, but Scorpio, I mean, for us to be going into Scorpio right now with all this happening, I mean, it's kind of funny, really. Oh, yeah. It's very interesting, you know, what, how are we going to regenerate? How are we going to transform over this next month? And it's all going to be, you know, very sort of emotional. So I think, you know, for everybody, what, what can be good to keep in mind this, you know, this season is that we're right where we need to be. Everything is happening for our highest good. And, you know, it's going to, it's going to be okay. Because there may be a little bit of emotional ups and downs this this month, um, but it's all working out for our, for our highest good. So we have to keep that in mind. <laughs> so it's a time to self nurture. It really is. It's a time to meditate. Up, you know, up your meditation time. Up your getting massage or body work or energy work. It's really, you know, we have the change of the seasons happening too. I mean, we already had our fall equinox, but. But autumn is uh, a time when the trees know to drop their leaves. The animals know to prepare and get ready for what's ahead. You know, and, you know, in the Midwest, the animals have been screwing for a while now. They know what's coming. And, you know, it's predicted we're going to have one of the worst seasons of snow than we've And we had a lot last year. So, um, you know, so it's really a time to get ready to go within because, there, winter is a yin month. Autumn is more mm-hmm. of a um, of a yin month. The, the yang months are when spring comes back and everything pops back to life. And then we have summer, which is a full out yang yang time of season with the sun. So your yin months are autumn. Like okay, you know. So um, do you, do you mind if I do the feng shui here and then we'll go into new moon, full moon? Do you mind or yeah. is that okay yeah. with you? Okay. Okay, so I'm just going to talk just a little bit about, like, how how to work with the feng shui of autumn. And, you know, we when autumn comes, we have shorter days and longer nights, and um, the harmony of summer where we were just out playing and having fun, you know, it, it's, it's gone unless you live in a place that's sunny year-round. But even then, you can still feel a difference. So autumn is really all about change, and it's a good time to change out your pillows. Like, people who have, you know, things on their porch they they switch out from summer colors to autumn colors it's um it's actually a nice thing to change the pillows on your couch in your in your living space because it freshens it up it just makes it look um just a, it, you can just feel the change and um it's a time for you to bring your house plants in and trim them and you know put your patio furniture away or cover it put your pillows away and it's like 
all the little rituals. Um, you know, like I did my perennial beds like a number of weeks ago, trimmed them, but then this one night it was dropping down to like in the 30s. It went from 80 to 30 like in two days. And so I just remember right. I was out on my deck at 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh, my God, these herbs are going to be dead. So I was out there like cutting my herbs at 2 in the morning with frost on the deck. I had to be really careful not to slip. <laughs> so it's like, you know, all of a sudden there's just this drastic change. So the big thing is, is this is a really good time to start your, your um, like we think it's spring cleaning, but really autumn is another time to, um, you know, just just clean out closets, clean out drawers. Um, the, the fall brings in the winds with it, and it's, you know, there's a lot of chi moving because of the wind. So it's a really good idea um, to open your windows. Uh, one of the things that I recommend for anyone wanting change is symbolically open your window every single day. And as you're letting the fresh air in, you're seeing the old air go out. So it's kind of like this beautiful thing of you're releasing the stagnant, stale air in your home, and then you're letting this beautiful, fresh air come in. And um, so many people today get in their, go to their garages, get in their cars, drive to work in a parking garage, get out, go into their office. You know, they're not getting air. And so the best gift you could give yourself this autumn is to symbolically open your window and just breathe in that fresh air, breathe in that magical gift that we have with the way the universe was created and take a short walk, you know, if you have the time. And what I recommend to my coaching clients is to put their tennis shoes in their car. And whenever you have like a 20-minute window, you just pull over, put your shoes on, set your, your, um, your phone alarm for 10 minutes, and then you walk for 10 minutes when the alarm goes off, you turn it off, put it back in your whatever, and then you turn around and walk back to your car, and you've done 20 minutes, and then you can try all kinds of different areas that you've never explored before. So, um, you know, it's just kind of fun to go in, you know, different places, and you'll smell fires and hear the leaves, and it's just all about being in touch with the chi and the energy of, um, of change. The other thing is um, it's a good time to reposition furniture, to change the pictures around on your walls. Um, it's The weather's changing. Fall is really all about for acknowledging the changes um, and embracing them, you know, and now we're in the Scorpio thing, so it's even more of a time to, um, to, do, to do the changes. So when we have balance and um, with creating harmony in our homes, it helps us to feel more balanced and harmonized. So clutter of any kind this is my you know, last couple of tips on this. If you do have clutter, handle it because, and don't do it all at one time. I suggest taking a clipboard, going room to room, looking and seeing where the clutter is, and then you just knock it off. You set a plan. Okay, on Tuesday I'm going to take an hour and I'm going to do this. On Wednesday I'm going to take two hours and I'm going to do that. And where you start is your bedroom. If your bedroom is cluttered, your sleep will be affected, your health will be affected, your circadian cycles get thrown off because um, your body can feel that clutter. You get up to go to the bathroom. If you have a bathroom you know, in your room or you're going somewhere else, all of a sudden you're tripping over shoes or you're tripping over a laundry basket. It's just... The minute, the minute you create order in your bedroom, it all shifts. It just 
you you uh, and definitely make your bed every morning. I know it sounds like a silly little thing, but they have done studies and people who make their beds every morning before they you know, start their day, it, they have happier lives because when they, when their day ends, oftentimes you're not even in your bedroom until, you know, you're, you're back in there to, you know, call it a day. And to walk into a bedroom that, with a bed that's freshly made and the pillows fluffed and it's inviting you into the room, it truly makes a difference. Um, okay, so I think that's all I really want to talk about. Um, let's see, with yeah, Feng Shui, can... so... Yeah, go ahead. Second, what you were saying, especially about the bedroom, um, just so I rent a couple rooms in my house on Airbnb, and my bedroom tends to be a catch-all clutter mess. It's the only room in the house where I can be messy. (laughs) Um, But I, I because of that, I constantly feel unsettled, and so now I've been really the last few months consciously working on, you know, even though. I throw everything in here, trying to at least take one day a week and getting everything organized and not having so much clutter and just has made me feel so much better. (laughs) It's amazing. And, you know, it's just, and it doesn't take that long. You know, even if you just barely like make it neat, but you pulled up the covers, you pulled up the sheets, you fluffed the pillows, you know, it's just, I'm, I, you know, they've done studies on this, and the people that are the happiest are certain things that they do, and one of them is making their bed every day. And um, the young lady that's staying here um, for this one month, she, she said, oh, yes, I'm making my bed. I'm turning over a new leaf. I never made my bed at home, but I've decided <laughs> that that's one of my new things. So I'm like, oh, well, you're right on track with more happiness and <laughs> Yeah, but I had that child. I had that childhood pattern of I grew up with five brothers, and I don't know, I was the only girl, and so I had to do a lot more of the housework. It just really was not very equitable. And so by the time I did all that and helped, you know, with all the other stuff, I mean, I was like, I don't have to clean my room. I've cleaned this whole freaking house, you know, like no. And so it was a childhood pattern that I didn't really do that. So now I'm um, spending more time in my bedroom. I'm actually. Um, I do my Vasa yoga in my bedroom, and I um, I have set up a place where I can read at night, where it's a little more, you know, before I, you know, call it mm-hmm. a day, because I'm trying to use the room other than just sleeping, you know, and um, yeah, right. And then since I've dropped weight, like my closet, oh my goodness, I had clothes in three closets, all different sizes, and I've just released anything that's too big. I've let it go. It's like, nope, if I. You know, I just don't need this stuff. So it's a really, really good time, and most people do it. They, If you live in a, an area where you have the multiple seasons, you kind of switch out your clothes. And um, it's a perfect time while you're switching it out. If you see something, you're like, I haven't worn this in three years. Like, no, unless it's a classic piece. But if it's something that you're like, you know what, I'm not that into it. The big deal with feng shui is love it, use it, or lose it. If you do no. not love it, if you do not use it and it's taking up space in your closet, lose it. Just get rid of it. It's like you can put it in resale shops or just donate and be done with it. Um, and that's really part of that Scorpio energy too is transformation yeah. and letting stuff go, you know. And so it's a perfect time. Um, okay, so let's talk about the new moon that's happening this Sunday. It's on October 27th. And um, new moons, I'm just going to talk a little bit, and then, Christine, I'll turn it over to you. Um, New moons represent the end of one cycle and the beginning of another. So when the new moon is always that tiny sliver uh, up in the sky, so it's very dark. You don't have much light from the moon. um, But it, as a general rule, 
is an excellent time to make a fresh start, turn over a new leaf, set new intentions, start a new project. Um, it's also a time when you're setting your new intentions on where you want to go with your life to look at, do you have any old habits that you just really don't want to carry forward, any behaviors or beliefs that you're like, you know what, I'm just so tired of having this thought. And so with new moons, it's a good time to just say, you know what, I'm setting the intention to let go of my cluttered bedroom or I'm setting the intention to let go of this um, whatever it is, procrastination or whatever it is you want to let go. And then, of course, you work with the attributes of the new moon when you're setting your intentions. Um, so you might want to say I'm setting uh, in a, a new intention um, to create change in the areas, whatever area you want to work with. Um, so new moons are, are creating yeah. desires. And since we're in Scorpio, which the words that rule Scorpio are is I desire, um, use that energy of desire in your, um, in your intentions. Yeah. Okay. So, so. Um, and I will, I'll, I'll piggyback on that. Um, yeah. So this new moon is in Scorpio. We have all this, again, desire, transformation, um, sex and power type of energy. Um, there's a couple things that are kind of also going on. We have uh, Uranus, which is the planet of like electric change, is sitting directly across from the moon on this new moon. So that's going to be bringing in some unexpected kind of surprises, which could be good or bad, and things that are going to kind of shake us to our core into those deep power zones. Um, and probably create some kind of good, like I said, good or bad changes, but some sort of shift within relationships or within our money. Um, and right. then another thing that's, that's playing out right now is we have Pluto and Mars are um, sitting next to Saturn right now. So, you know, that is creating this sort of Saturn is the planet of our responsibility and, and boundaries and structure. Um, Pluto is more of our deeper, um, kind of more powerful self, and then Mars is the planet of desire. So basically all it's bringing up this sort of scenario where all these tough decisions need to be made, and we might feel so overwhelmed that we can't even express ourselves. We might feel a little frustrated. And the key in all of that right now is to – and then again, we have Uranus creating all this change potentially – so the key right now is to really just find, you know, remember that we can't control everything and that we need to sort of stay calm and stay, you know, sort of gracious in the face of all of these challenges. And, again, I think, you know, it comes back to the, the mantra I mentioned earlier, just realizing that everything that's happening right now is happening for our greatest good. And so really sort of focusing on what, where is the good, where where is this leading me? And if you can't see it, just sort of believing and knowing, like, okay, I know I can't see it right now, but I know it's coming. Um, so right. we're transforming and it's going to be good. <laughs> right, right. So, I mean, it really is um, a time of unpredictability, you know. I mean, mm -hmm. the, the Uranus part of it um, it's it's electric. I mean, it's like highly charged electric, like things can, like, 
sizzle and shocks and this is when you also have sometimes earth changes which look around our world right now and so um you know earthquakes happen all kinds of crazy things happen but as christine said you don't say oh my god i'm not even going to come out from underneath the covers like it's bad day no this is like um the good part of all this is that there's a, a an increased need for personal freedom and greater independence so you know, you might just all of a sudden take more time for you. And um, and that's really what I recommend. I've been telling everybody, amp up your meditation. Amp up. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a good thing. Like if you've been doing 20 minutes, do 30. If you've been walking for yeah. 20 minutes, do, do 30 or 40. And any kind of, you know, I do my meditations while I'm walking too. I do a gratitude, um, you know, things I'm grateful for, and then I do my remote blessing of people you know like if i'm being paid for a remote healing session of course you know i'm not doing it while i'm out walking but while i'm out walking i think of the different people in my life who might need a little bit of extra blessings um or just a little bit of extra energy and then i'll just bless those people and then i'll do my mantras sometimes i do my mantras while i walk um uh saying you know shri maha lakshmi swaha whatever it is i want to bring into my life working with the goddess lakshmi energy and we also have diwali this this starting this um the festival of lights for the for the Hindu people, that starts this weekend, and so there's all that light infusion um, that's happening, and yeah, so that's pretty much you know what yeah. is happening. But the key is flexibility and a willingness to adapt to change. And what Christine said is, it could be something better that's coming in. So don't hang on tightly. Instead, use the winds of change from Scorpio and Uranus and Pluto and all this, and just say, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with this and I'm gonna rock with this. Yeah. And see what and really, happens. Like you said, up, upping your meditation, and I, I love the walking meditation. I'm going to have to do that because that that feel like that's bringing in this grounding. We need extra grounding in this new moon right now. So that would be really helpful mm-hmm. is to take a walk while you're meditating to really bring some of that in. I like that. Right. <laughs> Okay, so Christine, you are welcome to stay on the line if you have the time. And then um, I'm going to go ahead and do one reading after another. But if you have something you want to add that you, you know, um, would you like to stay on or do you want to drop off? Yeah, no, I'll stay on. Um, Okay, all right. So so the way I'm going to do the readings, I'm going to – I know we have a lot of people on the line tonight and – you can press star or one to let me know that you do want to ask a question, but many of you already know the, the shtick because you've already got it, you've already got it done on here. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, say your I'm going to I'm going to say the area code from what you're calling. So the first person, um, so pay attention because if you miss it, you miss it. So um, the first person I'm going to go to is area code three four seven four six three, and so. Um, if that is you, uh, I'm going to bring you on in a second, but what I want you to say when you come on the line is your first name, where you're calling from. If you're from San Francisco, California, you say San Francisco, California. Um, and then you get one question. That one question is not going to be, am I going to be in a relationship? Am I moving? Am I getting a new job? That's three questions. So please, so that I can, um, and, and they're going to be, I'm going to read for as many people as I can. We have um, a good 20 minutes here. So um, so I'm going to go ahead and bring uh, area code 347-463 on the air. You are live on the air. And your first name, where you're calling from, and your question, please. 
Hello, my first name is Tanika, and I'm calling from Long Island, New York. And my question is, I wanted to know if you saw a future relationship with a Scorpio male that I know. Okay. Are you, are you, are you in relationship with him now and you're wondering if it's going to go to the next level? We were involved this whole year, um, and it kind of stopped around June, um, and we sort of still flirt. And I'm going to be moving to a different job. Um, he's going to be at the job I'm at now. I'm going to be leaving that job November 4th. So I'm wanting to know if after I leave, if me and him will prosper, if he'll still be in my life and we'll have a relationship. Okay. All right. So what I see is it's Tanika, right? Yeah. Okay. So Tanika, what I see is there's definitely some sadness here because in its sadness – not in a deep, deep loss way, but in a, oh, I'm not sure how this is going. And so one or both of you, it just feels like has huge responsibility right now, like way more on their shoulders than the average person, because the responsibility card is here and it's a team effort card is here. And I feel like the two of you working at the same place, um, it's not the best. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So you changing your situation and moving to a new um, situation is going to help you get your mind off of it a little bit, but it feels like you guys still have energy between you, um, but it's a matter of priorities right now. Um, I don't know that he's all that happy in his job either, though, which is kind of interesting. It just feels like now that you're leaving, he's thinking, well, maybe I should leave too. So there's a whole lot of swish, swishing around here with where do I go next. So what, I, what I'm seeing for you is you need to finish up this job. You need to get ready for your new job. I would still, you know, I wouldn't give up on this relationship. But for right now, it's almost taking second place to all this other stuff you need to get done. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I I don't see a love card here, but what I do see is there's still energy between the two of you. So I would not give up on it, but I wouldn't spend a lot of time like why are we why are we not where I want us to be? Instead, focus on what you want. Remember new moon. So if you're wanting a relationship, then you say I would like this relationship with say his name to go to the next level or I would like something better. All right. Um, I know he's very private, and um, I don't know if he would pursue me when I leave. I'm hoping so, you know. But I understand where well, you're coming from. Yeah. I I think that he is very private, and I don't think he really wants people at work knowing his business with you. It's kind of – he's like on the low down a little bit. So my sense is that once you have – you're somewhere else, I, I think he's going to really miss you even more. Yeah, he's a Scorpio. <laughs> well, and also, I would just add this about Scorpio, um, Scorpios in general. Again, they have this such this deepness to them that, you know, he may not even be fully in touch with his feelings because they're so deep. And, you know, he knows he's got something going on, but, you know, for him to be able to express that or put that out there, that could take a long time. So, um, you know, in any relationship, when I've advised any of my friends on relationships in Scorpios, I've just 
sort of advise them, like, make sure that that person knows themselves because sometimes that can be the biggest challenge for a Scorpio in relationships is they don't have a deep enough understanding of themselves to even really give themselves to somebody else. Right. That's Mm -hmm. one of the deals. And then all of a sudden they can make up their mind and they go from zero to 60. It's kind of interesting. But but (laughs) I agree, Christine. If they have not done their own self-work with doing the deeper uh, excavation uh, and healing out what needs to be healed, it's like you're in a relationship, but it's one-sided sometimes. And so, um, so for you, my dear Miss Tanika, it's time to um, know that if it's meant to be, it will be. And the rest of it is finishing up this job and preparing for the new job, and then what will be will be. But I would use this new moon this Sunday for all of you listening that want to, you know, whatever you're wanting to manifest you set those intentions. You write it down on a piece of paper. You do not burn your new intentions. You keep them and you look at it. Full moon, you burn and let go. New moon, you, you put it on your refrigerator. You put it, you know, take a snapshot of it. I love to take pictures and then put it on my phone. And then if I have a few minutes wherever I am, I look at my new moon intention and connect with it. The more you connect with it, the more you use your senses. You see it, you feel it, you taste it. Use all your senses, and that's how you call in. You, you'll manifest at a much higher level um, by doing that. Okay, well, good luck, Tanika. You've got a lot of change around you, but it all feels good, okay? Thank you. Okay, thanks for calling. All right, so we are now going to go to area code 512-587-512-587. You're live on the air. Are you there? Okay. I think I'm going to drop. Whoops. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Okay. Are you there? They dropped off again. They were having trouble with their phone. Okay. I'll come back to them if I can. Um, We're not. Melissa? Melissa? Hi. Are you there? Hi, Miss. Hi. Yes. Hello. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Um, So what is your first name? Yes, ma'am. Melissa? Okay, and you're Arizona. calling from, okay, thank you, uh, Melissa, and what is your question this evening? Yes, uh, I'm a Scorpio, and uh, so, <laughs> yes, I'm, 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 I'm soft, I'm like, wow, thank you, thank you, thank you, ladies, thank you very much, you're a professional, uh, I'm a Scorpio. Ma'am, I have a question, um, Mel friend, he is a Pisces, and, um, uh, I, I I left him some nice messages because I need to communicate with him. Um, he is uh is it, that's the question. Do you see us do you see us uh, coming back as friendship? Thank you. Okay, so you're okay. So I want to make sure I have the question, Melissa. You're a Scorpio. Your your boyfriend is a Pisces. Yeah. No friend, yes, ma'am. And, and and your what is the specific question you're asking though? Are you going to the next level or what is the question? Um, right now we're we're kind of separated due to miscommunication uh, and problems, and I want to know we're going to come back to being friends. Are we going to okay. be friends again? Okay, so you want to know if you're able to bring it back into friendship because there's a separation yes, right now. Okay. Yes, ma'am. You got it. All right. Okay, so. Things got out of balance. You have two out of four cards that I pulled, and there are, two of them are saying things got out of balance. 
and um, and I'm not sure who felt like they were putting more energy into the relationship, but but that was part of the problem here. It just felt like this is too much work on someone's thinking. Um, there's also some energy around getting a house in order or um, doing home repairs. There's a whole lot of house energy going on here. Um, did either one of you like buy a house or rehab a house or what's the deal with the house thing here? Oh, uh, that's me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be moving next month to a house. Okay. All right. And wow. so that's, yeah, so like that's taken a lot of your energy, it feels like, which it should. You know, anytime we're transitioning, you know, to a new home, a new job, a new, that brings up birth energy because going to a new um, way in life is transition energy. So it takes a little bit of push to get it all done, to get everything organized. And so, um, and since it's not his house, he might, you know, maybe he felt a little outside the excitement or something, but that's not your problem. Your your thing right now, your recommendation um, from spirit is, uh, this is exactly what I'm hearing. Uh, it's like be as crazy and wild as you always are. Woo woo is wonderful. Like, you know, it's not an accident that you're on this call tonight when we're talking about feng shui and we're talking about astrology and we're talking about all this stuff. You love this stuff. You love it. So the more you embrace what it is that you love and becoming even more of your authentic, wonderful self, he will be able possibly to transition back into friendship. But I think you daunt him just a little bit um, because things work really well in your life for the most part. And he's got a little bit of some negative thought patterns. And so you make it look easy and he's just like, 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 and you'll just say, well, all you have to do is think positive thoughts. (laughs) He's just like, so, so, I do think this could go to friendship, but it's not going to be just yet. I mean, just it's just not, and I'm sorry. But I think that it's going to take a little bit of a pause, um, and then you just feel innocent with the fact that, you know, your life is working, you know. And, I mean, Christine, do you have anything you want to add? I mean, I just I just see that balance is the is the key for you right now. The more your life is balanced with, you know, re- remember – um, well, not remember. Let me explain. I once interviewed Wayne Dyer after he wrote his book. Um, I think it was Ten Steps to Balance. And he said, balance is really like a misnomer. There is no balance. When you have complete balance, there's stillness and everything's stagnant. He said, what you want is sometimes you're out in the world more, other times you're in inward more. It's It's a balance of knowing when to go out and then you get all these experiences and then you come back inward and you integrate those experiences. Then you go back out. So for you right now, you've got a mm, full speed ahead getting everything done to get to the next place to get ready for the holidays and all that. So your energy is all forward moving. You're already done with where you live. You're done with a lot of stuff, it feels like. So just keep yourself balanced and happy, and the rest of this will fall into place. Okay. Yeah, and what, the only thing that I would add is, you know, you're both water signs, so you're both very, you know, fluid and a little emotional. You know, Pisces tends to be very a very sensitive sign. So, you know, what Cindy was saying about, you know, yes, you can come back to this friendship, but probably right now, a lot of times it just takes Pisces a little bit longer to rebound, you know, in certain situations because they are so sensitive. So, and that's nothing against you or him or anything. It just is going to take him potentially a little bit longer in the situation because of that sensitivity. 
Yeah, so just relax already, okay? <laughs> and congratulations on your move and everything. Um, you really just have so many things that are working. Okay, all right. So um, I'm glad you called tonight and let others know about the show. All right, so we are now going to go. We have time for about a couple more readings. I'll do as many as I can. We are going to go to 860 860-757. 860-757, you're live on the air. Hi, thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. What's your first name and where are you calling from and what's your question? My name is Lisa. I'm calling from Connecticut, and I'd like to know what my angel and guides most want me to know or be doing. Okay, so we're asking for a message from Lisa's guides on what would be the most beneficial wisdom at this point for her. Well, you really, this is a good question, by the way. Um, you are working with your angels. I mean, I actually pulled the card, call on your angels. So I want to talk just a little bit about angels. Angels do not intercede unless we call on them. They will get in trouble. Like angels are the highest frequency of your um, of your helpers. And so, you know, we all have spirit guides. We have our guardian angel. And, you know, we have that guardian angel that stays with us our whole lifetime. But the angels are really, they'll come and go. Like sometimes Archangel Gabriel's in there, you know, with our communications. Sometimes Archangel Raphael's there with healing. And there's so many different angels. They want to be acknowledged and they want to be invited in. I mean, if we're in trouble... Sometimes they'll step in because they don't want us to get hurt. But more than anything, for our true happiness, they want us to be in charge of our lives and to enlist them and ask them to help us. Um, so what they're saying right now is there's a nourishment issue with you. And I don't know that it's with food, but it might be. But they want you to look at your life right now and see if there's an area where some attention toward um nourishment needs to happen so if you're if you're maybe eating too many carbs or you're eating way too much meat and you're not eating enough fruits and vegetables it's something to do with with food and then also with sleep so are you having trouble sleeping Uh, my little dog is dying and i'm not sleeping at all and i'm not eating right because she's okay yeah yeah so that's what they're saying they're saying you have to take care of you to help you through this this grieving that's happening with your little dog that doesn't feel well. So when you slow it down and nourish yourself, your little dog will be curled right there with you. So that's what your angels are saying. And they're they're showing great love between you and your little dog, and, and there's really a lot of happiness around you. And how old is your dog? She's 15. Okay. So the more you think, um, is it a her or a him? Her. Her. Okay. So the more the more you thank her for being such a devoted companion for you, and you know, focus on the joy and the happiness, and just give thanks to her. I know it sounds weird, but that will nourish her, and then you nourish you, and you're going to get through this passage. Okay. That's what you're getting. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So um, thank you for calling, and we'll be back on the air the um, 
first Thursday again uh, next next month, which is actually coming up. It's already almost here. I cannot believe how life is passing us by. Okay, so yeah. next Thursday um, next Thursday is Halloween, so I am off the air um, because. I have trick or treaters that come to my door, and then um, and then I'm leaving like at six o'clock in the morning for Springfield. But we will be back back on the air um, that first Thursday, and Christine will be my guest. We're we're going to be on the first Thursday of every month together. Um, I hope you enjoyed the new format. This is pretty much how the first Thursday will be going. And I want to mention again, um, uh, you can send an email to info at spiritseeker.com asking to be added to the email list, and um, and we will add you, and then we'll let you know who the radio show guests, et cetera. And um, this is Cindy Meyer and cindymeyer.com, C-Y-N-D-E-M-E-Y-E-R.com, Christine Compass, which is um, – Christine, and then C-O-M-P-A-S dot com, and then, of course, the magazine is spiritseeker.com. So have a fabulous, fabulous um, week. Enjoy this new moon in Scorpio. Make your list, um, and then look at your list and call it in. Okay? All right. Christine, thank you for being my guest. I look forward to working thank with you, you again so in a couple weeks. Thank you Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So, everyone, your assignment from Spirit is to go out and have a great week, and just be grateful. So um, I thank all of you and tell others about the show. Um, We have different guests on the other weeks, but just, you know, look at the website or send an email and then you'll get notices. So thank you so much. All right. Good night, everyone. Thanks, Christine. Bye. Thank you. All right. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.